Welcome to Real Talk with the Queen's Home Team, where we talk about life, business, and everything related to the New York City real estate market. Here is this week's episode. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Talk with QHT. I'm George Herrera, and I'm your host today. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about um, a question that we got from a buyer regarding a listing that they saw online, which featured five kitchens in a two-family. So we'll be covering that. Um, I'll also be going over a common or maybe not so common, but a negotiation strategy that buyers and buyer agents use called an escalation clause. I'll also be introducing you to some of our new listings that just hit the market last week and then going over some of the broad market overviews um, like the 10-year treasury, mortgage rates, stock market, and the economy. All right, so let's jump right in. The question of the week this week was a question that we got from a buyer who is working with one of our team members. They were looking at properties online. They saw a property online which actually showed a uh, a two-family house. So it's being sold as a two-family, but it showed five kitchens and five electric meters. So the buyer was asking, you know, if this is, if there's five kitchens in a two-family and there there was actually six electric meters, um, and it was actually being advertised as a cash cow. Is it legal? So they wanted to know: Is this a? Wouldn't this be a, a legal five family if there's six electric meters? Um, if there's five kitchens? Now the answer to this is simply that the legal use of a building is determined by Department of Buildings. That's it. So you could have five or six kitchens in a two family. It doesn't make it a legal five family or a legal six family. Um, the only thing that determines legal use of a building is Department of Buildings, and the document that you reference for that is a certificate of occupancy. Now, if you come across a property that has five kitchens, let's say three kitchens even, in a two-family, then you know what the first thing you have to do is look up on Department of Buildings to access the certificate of occupancy. What you want to do is determine the legal use of the building, and that's done by looking at the CFO. If you pull up the CFO and the CFO shows two families, that's a, the legal use of the building is two families, and there's three kitchens, four kitchens, five kitchens, whatever the case, you know that they're using it outside of its legal use. So um, the, it would not be, it would be a legal two family with three kitchens or four kitchens. What happens is that when you're buying, let's say you were to buy a property that has five kitchens and it's a legal two family. When the bank comes in to do their appraisal, um, they will flag that. So the bank, it will lend on a property, but it has to be functioning at its current use. So if it's a legal two-family they and it's being sold as a two-family, they want to see two kitchens. Um, and this is very common when we sell two-family homes with a finished basement, and sometimes they have a kitchen in the basement. Um, the appraisers will flag it. And so kitchens, uh, what constitutes mainly it will be the stove. So in those instances, um, the stove has to be removed um, and the gas line capped so that the appraiser does not see um, those three kitchens. They just need to see um, the uh, amount of kitchens that uh, match the legal use of the building. So in this case, if you were buying this five family, then three kitchens would need to be removed. And really it's the, when it comes to the 
appraisal, it's the stove that constitutes mainly the kitchen. That's what um, needs to be capped and removed. So three of those sto uh, five stoves would need to be removed. Now, is it legal? No. If and, and the fact that they have six electric meters, what that might tell you is that at some point in the past, maybe they started the conversion process to convert it into a legal five family, um, but they may have they may have never finished it because if the CFO isn't updated as a legal five family, then it, it's not a legal five family. They may have started it and got somewhere through the process and then just never finished it. So for all intents and purposes, let's say you pull it up, the CFO is two and there's five kitchens, it's illegal two no matter what. Okay, so this does happen where you might see um, a two family with three kitchens, a two family with four kitchens. So that the important thing to know here is that the, the only um, department that actually can uh, classify the legal use of a building is Department of Buildings through a certificate of occupancy search. Uh, the certificate of occupancy. If the property was built before 1938, there would not be, there would most likely not be a certificate of occupancy on file. And in those instances, you want to do a CO search to see what it was being taxed as in 1938. But that's a question that we got. And, you know, it's just important to know that you, it, no matter how many kitchens you have or how many apartments the owners might have chopped the house up into, uh, the legal use is determined by Department of Buildings and through the Certificate of Occupancy. All right, so that was the question of the week this week. Um, now, a tip of the week that we have, we usually like to give an aha or a tip of the week. This week, I wanted to talk about escalation clauses. Now, escalation clauses are a negotiation strategy that you can use when you're pursuing a property. Uh, when you're interested in a property, you want to make an offer, especially when it's competitive. That, that's when the escalation clauses are used is when you're in a multiple offer situation. So let's say the property is listed at 550 um, and there's multiple offers and you're willing to pay up to it can be below at or above asking price whatever your max offer you can say uh, the way you would present the offer is my offer is five thousand over the highest offer up to a certain price so let's say you were willing to pay up to 570 for it then you would say my offer is five thousand over the highest price up to 570 and you give your max. You can also do it if it was below asking price. Let's say you were willing to offer up to 530. Then you can say my max offer is 5000 over the highest price up to 530. Usually people that use escalation clauses go over asking price. Um, they, they usually, this is when it gets really competitive and everyone knows it's going over. So it's a way to give your max max price, but actually not have to lock in that max price so you can actually escalate it up and so let's say you were willing to go up to 590 the list price is 550 the highest price is 560 then you say 5000 over the next uh, the highest price so you end up at 565 as your best offer and at least you didn't have to go give the full full 590 so it's a good way to protect yourself in that sense but this is a good strategy people do use it in competitive um, properties and it does work for people what we usually do if we're representing a buyer using an escalation clause the only thing we ask for is proof of the highest offer that we beat so we ask for a copy of the binder 
um, to show us what the highest offer was and so that we have proof that we went 5000 over the next highest price. And that's just for peace of mind, just to have proof that um, there was actually an offer 5000 below or whatever the case is, the highest offer that we ended up beating out. So that's a good one for all of you out there. Escalation clauses. Um, that's a good strategy for you to use for uh, negotiations and when you're really interested in a property that has multiple offers. All right. So the next thing I wanted to talk about was our new listings that just hit the week. We have four new listings that just hit the hit the market this last week. Um, the first one is a studio. We have a studio in Kew Gardens, uh, which just hit the market. It's uh, priced at one eighty nine. Nice studio apartment, move in ready. It has. It's actually being sold furnished. It has some nice furniture. Um, it has a alcove which was created um, with a pass through window, so it's nice. You have a separate space for uh, a bed and where you can kind of set up a makeshift bedroom. And you still have a good size living room, even even uh, with the partition that was put up. So that studio, 189 total monthly payment is like $1,200, $1,300 maintenance and mortgage. So it's a really good way to lock in a low monthly payment if you want to um, uh, lower your cost of living and also appreciate over time. You can, uh, you know, uh, not not rent and actually become an owner and this is a great entry level apartment or for someone downsizing or anything like that uh, the other listing that we have is actually in harlem we have a two bedroom two bath uh, co-op in harlem at 102 bradhurst ave unit 710 this one is a beautiful fully renovated modern design with modern finishes apartment um, and this one is actually has a private terrace. The the terrace is over 500 square feet. Really nice. You have your own outdoor space and the whole entire apartment is beautiful. All diamond condition, top of the line finishes, modern, renovated and in a great location in Harlem. So that one, you can see all of these obviously on our website, queenshometeam.com. That one's asking 725 and then we have a two-bedroom single-family house here in Woodside at 4704 69th Street. That one's actually asking 825 And that one is also moving ready, very good condition, uh, nice property, two bedrooms, fully uh, brick construction. And uh, those, those are really great houses in a good location, 69th Street in Woodside, 825 And the last one is a three-level single-family semi-detached house that we're selling in Jackson Heights North. So that's a 11370 zip code. Um, and this one is actually going for 888. It's semi-detached, private backyard, private driveway, a full above-grade basement, finished. Um, you have three bedrooms on the top floor with a full bath. You have the uh, for formal dining room, living room, renovated kitchen with a center island on the main level hardwood floors throughout finished basement um, really great property this is a semi-detached and it's a corner property so you have privacy convenience it's a great location right there at 2501 86th street in east elmhurst uh, 1137 actually this is 11369 right on 86th street that's the the actual street that changes the zip code from 11370 to 11369 
Uh, but that one is asking 888 still available. Um, now the Harlem co-op, that one has offers on it. This one also has offers on it. Um, the Woodside property is still available and the studio is still available. So feel free to check out these listings on our website, queenshometeam.com. Uh, all right. So lastly, I wanted to talk about the stock market and the economy. Um, just to cover kind of broad, broadly what's been happening and what we're seeing in the market. So the 10-year treasury right now as it stands, the 10-year treasury, and if you recall, this is the number that you want to track if you want to see if mortgage rates are moving up or down. So the 10-year treasury, it actually dipped below two uh, within the last week or so. It was down near like 1.6, but we're back to 2.1. So we're back over 2% on the 10-year uh, treasury. And what that means is that mortgage rates are, are most likely back up. Um, everyone we're talking to right now that's getting actively pre-approved get, are getting mortgage rates um, between like 4 and 4.5. Four and that seems to be the going rate right now. So mortgage rates under 4, you know, in the threes, we're not really seeing that at all anymore. So... Um, that's what you can expect if you're in the market to uh, get pre-approved. Um, the other thing to talk about was that the consumer price index rose to 7.9%, um, another increase. So uh, definitely the inflation has not been transitory. It's still rising. And now with the conflict going on between Russia and Ukraine, um, these the energy prices and actually uh, the fact that gas will be going higher and energy prices will be going higher now because of this conflict, those aren't even in the CPI number that just came out. So moving forward, inflation may actually continue to rise and we, we may see higher inflation. And in order to combat that, the Fed would need to raise uh, rates and if they raise rates then that leads to higher mortgage rates as well so um, something important to keep our eye on um, but it definitely uh, the stock market is volatile the market right now is very uncertain because of the uh, Russia Ukraine crisis and also because of the inflation that has not stopped um, increasing so uh, we're watching all of this all in all, the market is doing well, and we're we're moving forward, and we're we're continuing to push forward as always. If you have any questions, um, or if you have ideas for topics, feel free to reach out to us anytime at queenshometeam.com/help. Thanks as always for tuning in, y'all. Stay safe, take care, and have a great day.